to the podcast. I'm Jay Law. This is Do Boss. If you're enjoying the content, please share and don't forget to smash that like button. We're available at soundcloud.com slash online, iTunes, and Google Play. In today's episode, we have a special guest, Danielle Lawson. I want to allow her the opportunity to introduce herself and elaborate on what it is that she does. Danielle? Hello, um, my name is Danielle, um, as you mentioned, and I'm a graphic designer. Um, I started my business kind of like last year, um, and it's called Natural Nerd Design, and I'm from Gary, Indiana. How did you get started in art and design? I would say I started, my dad got me into it. He started a school, um, he went to an art school in Chicago, and he just taught me everything about drawing and painting. And it led me to go to Emerson, a visual performing arts school, where my major was art. Wow, okay. So you mentioned your dad influencing your direction in art and design. So what about it keeps you invested? He doesn't push me, but he always says that I become a better artist than him. And I always say, like, I can't be better than you because you're like my teacher. And he's like, it's okay that the student becomes better than the teacher. That means I've done my job. But um, he did start me with the platform of, like, drawing, and I guess I elevated it a little bit more using more graphics of, like, taking it to the next level of computer. What is the most challenging about your work? I would honestly say the fast turnaround time. Like, some clients require, like, you know, can you design this logo? And I was like, sure I can, you know. It's like, okay, I need it by tomorrow. And I was like, okay, you know, for a nice design, it cannot take, you know, like, less than 24 hours. So I would definitely say the turnaround time and giving realistic date and staying up to date to the like latest technology trends. So like as you know, technology as our phones advance and computers and everything, um, I have to stay um, up to date with the latest trends in software just to you know be the top of in my field. What's a piece of technology that you feel like you absolutely could not live without? I will have to say my computer. Basically, everything is on there, not only, like, music and, like, drawing on there, being able to draw on my computer and the software. It's just so, and I just cannot live without my computer. What's the most rewarding about your work? I would say, like, I mean, getting paid to draw and do something I love, you know, but actually being able to express my creativity and help, you know, business you know help other businesses small businesses you know with their design needs so that's really rewarding in itself what's been your favorite project that you've worked on so far so many to choose from but i will have to say developing an infographic to bring awareness to suicide and bullying that kind of hit home so me developing something that would help you know children and teens view this infographic and understand it was kind of like one of my favorite projects yet much impactful one I'll say. Right. You mentioned that it kind of hit home for you. Can you elaborate more on that? So in high school I you know like which is where the nerd part came in. I, I kind of didn't fit in in high school so I was just more you know the artsy person kind of kept herself sometimes. I did have friends but it's just you know I always felt out of place sometimes and you know, actually getting out and being able to see um, just 
broaden my horizon. I was able to like find like-minded people like me and, you know, basically help with my social skills. I'm not as awkward as I used to be, you know, still get a little nervous sometimes, but now I'm like embracing, you know, my uniqueness and nerdiness, which is where natural nerd kind of came from. Right. And then you mentioned working on that project. So what more specifically did the project entail? The rate of um, how many teens actually do commit suicide and, um, you know, kind of doing a way to how to, you know, help others. Some don't really show signs of like depression or sadness. So kind of, you know, if you see this person, you know, doing this and that, you know, don't like, you know, saying like, are you depressed? Don't approach it like that, but kind of just, you know, a way to help just make them feel more accepting because it's kind of hard in a society like this. And with technology and social media, there's a lot of cyberbullying and everything. So just not a lot of, don't be a bystander, but, you know, there's like the statistics to help be the person who will just put a halt and stop that. Right. And then ultimately, you launched your brand, Natural Nerd Design. So what is it and why is it so important? I just love helping people and like being able to help people with my art and creativity is just a, it's just a plus. And just having a good design, you know, making people have a good design with their whatever event or business that they're trying to execute that they need a good design work, just being able to help them just makes it very important for me why I wanted to do a business natural nerd design. More specifically, what type of services do you provide? So I do logo development, business cards, websites, um, started picking up photography. I've been shooting at the studio through her lens with Erica Clayton. She definitely helped me so much in advancing the photography area. And I would say that was pretty much it. How do you get into the mindset to reach out and collaborate with other brands or entities and learn and stay up to date on those new technologies? Well, one, it's like, I know I don't know everything and being able to set that apart. And it's like, I'm willing to learn and just gain anything that I can. So collaborating with people and I ask questions, you know, I was like, I don't know how to do this. So how can I do this or how can I approve? Um, some, I, I would say, like, um, in the design field, we, we, we critique and criticize. And that is, you know, being able to take in criticism and, like, okay, I can work on this and I can work on that um, is very important. Like, really don't take nothing to heart. You know, it's just a way for you to improve in your skill level. So I say um, being able to take in criticism and feedback from all peers. You know, sometimes they may be wrong, but you just take it in and just see what you can work on. Taking criticism is such a challenge. Do you feel like your father was influential in training you on how to take criticism? Yes, he, he definitely was. You know, um, he, he always kept a smile every time when it's like, you know, someone's talking to him and saying like, you know, you can do this and that better. And it's like, okay, you know, he just takes it in. And it helps me as well just to see that, like, when I receive the, all these changes, it's quite overwhelming at first. I was like, I thought the design was good. But then when I end up executing the feedback and critique, I was like, okay, I it actually looks better now. So just being able to just take that in and, like, and see a different light. Because sometimes you stare at a design or 
something for so long that you never actually thought about changing that color. You were just so focused on that. So the feedback that somebody, a new pair of eyes just looking at this saying, like, how you try changing this and it actually works, pretty pretty great that it's feedback that helps. What do you feel are some of the most frequent concerns that brands are dealing with today? I would say not having a, a, a compelling vision for their brand or not understanding if, you know, they're not the only product or service out there. So not researching who else is doing this, not researching their competitors and what will set you apart from your um, competitors if you do decide to begin this brand. So I would say not acknowledging what your product and service is and if you have a set vision for it and if it's good in the marketplace, that's one thing as well. What are some of your favorite art and design tools and why? You said my computer is one, and um, but the software that I use the most on my computer is Adobe Illustrator with my Wacom tablet. I love just drawing on there and just seeing my, whatever I draw on my tablet just come up on the screen. It's just being able to just draw and be in a graphic form on a computer just makes the design more like handwritten, but still have that tech, technical side. That makes any sense. Yeah. In your role as a graphic designer, you constantly have to manage several different projects. So what are some of your key tips for balancing your work? Yes, I would say learn to manage your time and avoid procrastinating at all costs. <laughs> but one thing that I tend to do, um, that I do on a weekly basis is I do like a weekly priority where I write down everything I have to do that week or needs to be in process so it can be due um, the following week. So I just make like a basically a to-do list just for that week. And it just helps me break down, you know, see like, okay, I have to do this in order for this to be completed. So having a weekly checklist instead of doing a daily, a daily checklist helps as well, but a weekly one kind of helps me set my whole week apart to like, okay, in order for me to do this, I have to complete that. So that's what I usually do. That's really cool. My next question is, what type of brands influence your work? That's a good question. It's multiple brands and just being able to see different logos and I would say the brand that kind of influenced me would be, hmm, I'll say um, Nike. I always wanted to work at Nike, not because of the shoes and fashion, but they had a excellent like marketing team that um, just be able to like execute, you know, certain videos and understand like what was the demographic, what was in, and they just followed the trends and they just made their brand like their brand was like ever timeless. So they always followed like the generations of like this color is in because of this age group. So I would say Nike definitely influenced me to understand, you know, the importance of graphic design and marketing. What type of natural nerds inspire you? Well, my dad is like a nerd. <laughs> he definitely is. Um, so that's one natural nerd right there. Um, and I would just, yeah, I'd say mostly my dad and, of course, my art teachers, um, one in, at University of Indianapolis where I studied graphic design, it was uh, Nelson. You know, he was, you know, just a little Asian nerd that, you know, was always, like, so technical and just so precise. So he, I can say definitely him was, like, another big influence on me. 
through your brand, Natural Nerd, you also develop apparel as well. So if you could place your apparel on anyone to really spread that message, who would it be? I would have to say, and I forgot her name, but she's on the Big Bang Theory, and she plays Amy. I wish I knew her name, her real actual name, but I, um, she does um, videos all the time about women empowerment and everything. And um, she's just admits that she's just a true like nerd, like a huge dork, and like into like comic books and everything, and what she stands for about helping women along that is like just perfect so i would say whatever her name is amy from the big bang theory if you've ever seen that show <laughs> okay and what does natural nerd mean to you being being able to be myself embracing the fact that yes i'm different yes i'm a nerd but i'm 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 natural at it it's not artificial i'm a true natural nerd you know as we have like you know the People put on fake classes and everything just to look like a hot and everything. I'm like, these are my prescription. I can't see without them. <laughs> so uh, being able to just be be yourself, just like embracing who I am. And that's why I've just been able to like can just make it into a brand like, you know what, Natural Nerd, it just flows right because I am just a natural nerd. Wrap us up in the final moments here with a final piece of advice for our audience. I would say just be yourself and do what you love. Being able to make a career at what you love and being able to wake up every single day and just loving what you do is just a rewarding factor. So whatever you're passionate about, you know, whatever you're into, you know, just you are able to make it into a career if you really put your mind into it. So that is my thing. Just do what you love and not for the money. Right on. Where can the audience learn more about you and your company? So I have a website. You can look me up at naturalnerddesigns.com or you can go on Instagram where it is naturalnerd underscore design. Yeah. All right, Danielle. Thank you so much for sharing your time and story with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure. As you can tell, I was nervous. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for today. Join in every Friday for fresh content and an amazing lineup of interviews. Check us out at doboss.co. Thanks for listening.